0: This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. I hope you all enjoyed my first installment of uh, the bowl season projections. Um, Tonight, I'm going to be tackling the second bowl game of the season, um, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl, which will be this coming Friday, December 16th. And we'll have the number 25 ranked uh, UTSA Roadrunners against the number 24 ranked Troy Trojans. I expect this to be one of the best bowl games of the season. Two tremendous football teams. You have the Conference USA champs in UTSA against the Sun Belt champs in Troy. But uh, first, I want to dive in a, a little bit, give a little deep, deeper insight into the Cure Bowl. Um, it's been going on since 2015 Um, and it's a bowl game where it's usually very high scoring most in most cases it's been that way Uh, the cure bowl is it has a great purpose though uh, fighting for for cures for cancer and raising a ton of money in that regard so uh, the people who run the Kier Bowl do a tremendous job with that, and it's it's one of the bowl games that you really, really should support. Um, but looking at the game itself, uh, 2015, San Jose State defeated Georgia State 27-16. Um, 2016, Arkansas State defeated UCF 31-13. 2017, Georgia State defeated Western Kentucky, 27-17. 2018, Tulane defeated Louisiana, 41-24. 2019, Liberty defeated Georgia Southern, Uh, 23-16. then the previous two years were just fantastic football games. 2020, Liberty defeated Coastal Carolina, overtime 37-34. And then last year, arguably the best game of the bowl season, Coastal Carolina defeated Northern Illinois 47-41. Just some uh, amazing performances there. Um, past two years, we've seen two of the best quarterbacks in college football. 2020 saw Malik Willis from Liberty go against Grayson McCall from Coastal. 2021 saw Grayson McCall. Those were the MVP winners in each of those games. So this is a game where offense has been a plenty in the past handful of years and we, we will definitely see um, some fantastic numbers and fantastic uh, players in this game. But first I want to take a look at each team heading into this heading into the bowl game. UTSA comes in with a record of 11 and two. they went eight0 and Conference USA went undefeated, won the conference championship. Uh, first game of the year they hosted number 24 Houston. They lost that game by two in triple overtime 37-35 Turned around the very next week won at Army in overtime 41-38 Then the following week lost at number 21 Texas 41-20 Turnaround around beat uh, Texas Southern 52-24 FCS Texas Southern Then they started conference play one at Middle Tennessee 45-30 Beat Western Kentucky 31-28, one at FIU 30-10, beat North Texas 31-27, one at UAB in double overtime 44-38, beat Louisiana Tech 51-7, one at Rice 41-7, beat UTEP 34-31, and then the Conference USA championship game they beat North Texas again 48-27. They are riding a 10-game game winning streak. Heading into the Cure Bowl, just an absolutely tremendous season by the Roadrunners, following up their Conference USA Championship last year with a back-to-back uh, status this year. Um, looking at their some of their key stats: points per game, averaging nearly 39 points per game. They give up 26.5 per game yards passing. Uh, almost 309 yards passing per game, average 177.5 rushing yards per game. So high-powered offense. Defensively, they give up 253.5 passing yards per game and 151.4 rushing yards per game. So looking at Troy, the Troy Trojans, 11 and two as well, seven and one in the Sun Belt Conference. Um, they started the season at number 21, Ole Miss. They lost 28 to 10. They turned around, and beat FCS Alabama A&M, 38 to 17. They lost at App State, their only conference loss, on a hail mary in the last second, 32 to 28. And their head coach, um, John Sumrall, uh, said that was the turning point of their season. How thing, t- things turned around from there, and it sure did because they rattled off. Um, Ten wins in a row Uh, they defeated marshall 16-7 won at western kentucky 34-27 beat southern miss 27-10 beat texas state 17-14 won at south alabama 10-6 and that was a very good football game i watched that one Uh, one at louisiana 23-17 defeated army 10-9 beat ulm 34-16 won at arkansas state 41-19 and then in the Sun Belt Championship game, they beat Coastal Carolina 45 to 23. So uh, then their stats just over 26 points per game, giving up 17 and a half, so very stout defensively. Uh, 250 almost 253 passing yards per game, almost 122 rushing yards per game. Then they give up 208 passing yards per game and 117 rushing yards per game. So, like I said, a stout defense. So this is a contrasting styles here. UTSA extremely high powered offensively, put points up on the board. They move the ball, uh, a lot going on there. But then Troy defensively is is almost at an elite level defensively, and you'll see when I break break uh, their defense down. A little bit why that's the case, <clears throat> but both teams enter this game on a 10 game winning streak, so pretty impressive. Uh, what we got here, that's why I said coming in that this could very well be um, one of the best bowl games of the entire bowl season. I'm super excited to see this one on Friday. Um, Looking at UTSA coming into this, they have a bull history of 0-3. So they're looking for their first bowl win in the history of the program. Not, granted, the program hasn't been around very long, 10 or so years. Um, head coach Jeff Trailer is a Coach of the Year finalist in many of the coaching awards. He has just been unbelievable this season and last in his entire tenure in San Antonio. Just has done an amazing job Um obviously Conference USA Coach of the Year, just an unbelievable job that he's done, deservedly so. He received an extension, Um, so obviously the Roadrunners want to keep him in San Antonio as long as possible. Um, Looking at uh, all Conference USA first team players that they have, of course, it starts with quarterback Frank Harris. He is uh, what makes this team go? Unbelievably gifted as a quarterback, throwing the ball and running. Um, then wide receiver Zachary Franklin, <clears throat> another just tremendous football player. He's going to play on Sundays. He he is unbelievable. Offensive lineman, Afrito Maka, defensive tackle Brandon Brown, and then DB's Clifford Chapman and Corey Mayfield Jr. Then second team, wide receivers DeCorian Clark and Joshua Cephas, and then linebacker Jamal Legion and kicker Jared Sackett. So looking at some of the key players for the Roadrunners, it obviously, like I said, starts with quarterback Frank Harris. He's the Conference USA most valuable player, Um, and his stats are Uh, eye-popping. 3,865 yards passing this year. That was sixth nationally. And 31 touchdown passes, 588 rushing yards, and nine touchdowns rushing. So he accounted for 40 touchdowns this year. Just a tremendous football player. And he has announced that he is coming back for his sixth year of eligibility. And I would like to throw out there, let's get his Heisman campaign going for the 2023 season. Because he is going to put up eye-popping stats, and he deserves to be in the running um, then there's wide receiver, Zachari Franklin, uh, 86 receptions, 1,100 yards. That was 12th nationally. And then 14 touchdowns, which was third nationally. Um, just a, an unbelievably gifted wide receiver. A lot of people see his the way he catches deep balls, the way he high points footballs and everything. But he can do it all as a receiver. Um, Defensive tackle Brandon Brown had 20 tackles, five and a half tackles for loss, and one and a half sacks. Um, DB Clifford Chapman had 68 tackles, four interceptions, and 14 pass breakups. Uh, DB Corey Mayfield Jr. had 60 tackles, four TFLs, three INTs, and and 12 pass breakups. And then uh, running back... Kavorian Barnes was the Conference USA freshman of the year, had 713 yards rushing and six touchdowns. More importantly, though, averaged 6.3 yards per carry. So in this offense, with how great Frank Harris is, having a running back who can do the things that Barnes can do is very important. Uh, looking at uh, the UTSA offense, though, so they're obviously up there in so many Uh, statistical categories nationally. They're eighth nationally on third down converting 49.7 percent. They're 12th nationally in passing offense at almost 309 yards per game. 12th nationally in scoring offense at almost 39 points per game. They're fifth nationally in completion percentage at 69 percent. 17th nationally in red zone offense. They score over 90 percent of the time and they're ninth nationally in total offense at 486 yards per game. Uh, f- here's here's probably the top one though. They're tied for first in the nation with Utah in first downs with 342 on the season. Um, just just an unbelievable offense. And and I know the offensive numbers are eye popping, but the defense is not shabby at all, especially in a high-scoring Conference USA Uh, They did a heck of a job this year So I I know I rattled off a bunch of offensive numbers for you for UTSA, but you cannot count out that defense either They did a heck of a job uh, This year So now I'm going to look at the Troy Trojans They have a five and three bowl record in the history of their program obviously a lot of people remember their time Uh, earlier in the sunbelt when they were just dominating Um, just just a great program that they've had throughout the history of their program their head coach john sumrall is a coach of the year finalist too and many different national awards he's just and this is just his first year so it's been amazing what he's done in year one in troy in troy alabama looking at their all sunbelt first team offensive lineman austin uh, Stidham, offensive lineman Jake Andrews, defensive lineman T.J. Jackson, and Will Cholo, and then linebacker Carlton Martell and D.B. Reedy Stewart. Um, then the second team, all sunbelt, running back Kamani Vidal, and defensive lineman Richard Richard Gibnor, Jib- and then third team, defensive lineman Javon Solomon. So all four defensive linemen were all-conference players. That's pretty uh, unheard of, but that just kind of tells you how good this defense really is, especially up front in the trenches. They they control the line of scrimmage. They do a heck of a job with it. But when you talk about the Troy Trojans, you have to start with linebacker Carlton Martell. I named him to my All-American team this year. Um, he's the Sun Belt Defensive Player of the Year. And he had 121 tackles this year, down from last year, believe it or not. But he's the NCAA's all-time tackles leader at 551 for his career. Um, just an unbelievable story. Started as a walk-on um, and has turned into one of the best defensive players in college football. Should have won uh, the Bullsworth Award for the top uh, previous walk-on, but that's beside the point. Um, I already mentioned the defensive line, having all four guys being mentioned for uh, uh, all sun belt recognition. Uh, just a really, really impressive group of guys there. Looking at the running back position, uh, sophomore kamani Vidal had 1,059 yards and nine touchdowns this year, ran behind a really good offensive line, back to back games to end the season, had 242 yards against ulm and then followed that with 208 yards at arkansas state so ended the season tremendously well for him um at quarterback there's gunner watson had 2705 yards 13 touchdowns 10 interceptions then you look at uh wider res- at the wide receiver positions uh there's tez johnson and Raze johnson no no relation but they combined for 10 touchdowns then uh Looking at some of the statistical things for Troy, obviously a lot of it's going to be from the defensive side of things just because of how tremendous their defense is. But one thing to look at offensively, Troy has attempted 25 fourth downs on offense um, and converted 64% of them, which is 18th nationally. But that's something to look at coming into the game. They're not afraid to go for it on fourth down. Um, they they like to kind of control... Uh, the time of possession, if they can, and rely on their defense, as you've seen with some of the scoring that they've done throughout the season, lean on that stout defense. Uh, the defense has uh, scored three defensive touchdowns on the year, two fumble recoveries, one interception return. Um, the rush defense is allowed under 118 yards per game, which is 22nd nationally. They're eighth nationally in scoring defense at 17.5 points per game. So just really, really good there. They average three sacks per game, which is 14th nationally. And they're 19th nationally in total defense at uh, at 325 yards per game. So just like I said, stout defense. This, this game is really, really exciting because it's two tremendously coached teams, two great coaches in Jeff Trailer and John Sumrall. That, that have done some amazing things at the programs that they're at um hopefully each program will get to keep them for an extended period of time because these guys are going to do some things like i said trailer just got an extension i'm sure summerall will be in the running for that very soon obviously this is year one for him but still nonetheless uh looking at the spread for this game as of uh today uh Tuesday, December 13th. Troy is favored by two. The over-under is 55.5. I am not a betting man, but th- th- this game is just really, really intriguing. I'm just going to sit back and watch and enjoy this one just because these are two two of the best teams in college football this year that not a lot of people have seen. Um, and, and I cannot wait to see Frank Harris go against Carlton Martell. It just... Two fantastic football players, um, just a fun one to watch. So, hope you guys enjoyed this little breakdown heading into the Cure Bowl. Um, like I said, going to be one of the better games of the bowl season. Looking forward to this one. You can catch that one Friday on Friday, December sixteenth um, in Orlando. Um, again, thank you guys for always listening, supporting. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Will. Please. Follow the podcast Twitter account at tntcollegefoot1. Continue to be on the lookout for uh, more bowl game breakdowns as I will continue to break down every bowl game heading into them. Um, Again, have a good night, guys. God bless.